Welcome to the Student Manager episode number 20. It's your host, Fonger News, and we have two great guests with us. We have Jake Bays from formerly of Modern Day and Balaki Blake Lutis from Newport Harbor High School. How y'all doing? Doing great, doing great. Yeah, How about you? I'm just excited to be here, have some good conversation, talk some football, some school. We're going to sell C-Bus. Oh, We're yeah. going to sell the bus. But before we start into this podcast, we got to thank our executive producer, Murph Cargas. Let's give it up for Murph. You guys know who Murph is, right? Can you sing a song? Any of you? No, I can't sing, so I'm okay. not. I would so, try, but. <laughs> and we, we got to thank Fonger News. He's our corporate sponsorship, right? <laughs> uh, and maybe after this followership, we may be getting some more followers, correct? Yes, oh, yeah. But, uh, I'll give a shout out. We're going to talk about the Ohio State. The Ohio State. Dot the I, C-Bus. Now, I'm excited to talk to you all because I've never been on that campus. Out of all the campuses I've been to, I've never been on the campus of C-Bus. I hear the food's amazing, the town's electrifying, entrepreneurships, business-wise, besides the school. I mean, you've been there for one semester, Jake. Tell me about it. Uh, it's definitely a place that exceeds your expectations. You know, when I first visited, I was kind of like, uh, I've heard great things about it, but I was like, oh, it's Ohio. Uh, it's this, it's that. But when you go there, like you said, all the great food, um, the campus is beautiful. It's all green. And in the fall, the colors change and all that and the atmosphere and everybody loves the school. So I love it. It's a great place to be. And um, definitely it sees your expectations. So definitely go visit if you get the chance. It's awesome. Yeah, for sure. If you're listening to this right now, apply to Ohio State. Visit it. Come text Jake and I will take you out, show you around. For sure, going into Ohio State, I mean, you're in, of course, the Midwest. You're going to be experiencing mm -hmm. different weather, especially coming from Southern California. But it's a good thing. The short north and all the... There's actually just a ton of stuff to do, which is kind of surprising. You're in Ohio. Maybe you don't expect that to be like a popping hub for everybody. But there's a ton of young people. You have the population of the schools a literal town and pushing 60 plus thousand and there's just so much to do the school's great the people are awesome and the midwest culture's unreal i i mean i i hit myself now because that's one campus we never visited we visited every other big 10 school yeah, I know. so Let's paint the picture. What do you like specifically when you walk on the campus? There's the oval, right? Mm -hmm. What do you like about the campus? What stands out? What sold you on the campus? I just, I'm, I love the brick. All the bricks on the building. It just, it looks clean when you see Thompson, Thompson Library is one of the most, Thompson Library, the RPAC, the gym. It's just incredible how much precision is put into everything like you we've of course been here for four and a half months so walking around and just noticing everything it's like it's a beautiful campus and you started school jake right in august yeah so it's been four months you've kind of seen you probably got there as hot humid oh yeah yeah i didn't have ac in my dorm so that was <laughs> he was that struggling. was a learning curve i had to take four showers <laughs> yeah. in a day sweating sweating i'd be sweating profusely was washing my sheets like every other day because i was waking up in like sweat it, you'd wake up and it was probably 90 degrees this and is what I, wake up I would help him do his sheets. Like it was, yeah. it was once, twice a day, every day. He had to shower. It was, it was bad. I was lucky. I had air conditioning, so I was 
doing just okay so let's talk about residents resident halls there's the north and the south correct mm-hmm. so where, where where do you live right now we live in south yes. both of you live in south yes so is it just called south yeah basically it's south campus south campus yeah there's a north campus and south campus they're probably like a 10 minute walk, 10 apart, minute walk. So they're not yeah. too not too bad and North is more like, I feel like for engineers and like, it's kind of based on major. North is for a lot of engineering majors are up there. Yeah. Um, arts and all that. And then South is a lot of business and it's a lot more, I would say South's a little bit more social. Yeah. Um, yeah. So well, just cause you're, you're so close to high street where all the bars are. So it's probably like a three minute walk to high street and then you can walk by all the bars. All right. So now let's get into the social aspect of it. You're in the South. All right. So first we're not. Uh, over 21 yet. Who has fake IDs? Can you say it? None of you? Nobody has fake IDs. I plead the fifth. I plead the fifth. (laughs) Okay, so then Blocky, explain the bars. How do we get into the bars or what do you know about these bars? um, So if you were to go to a bar and you're not 21, you're going to bring your fake ID and probably going to go to, uh, so I'd say like the three main bars for in Columbus and Seatown. Midway is a really popular one. That's kind of like a fun dancing one. A lot of freshmen go there. Ethel's a little nicer. Okay. Not as ratchet, but it's fun. If you're tuna. <laughs> yeah, tuna. <laughs> tuna for sure. Jake can explain that one. Tuna's a good one. Um tuna's, tuna's awesome. First off, I'd like to say if you go on Joe Burr's Instagram, he went to tuna. So that was one of his favorite spots. So go tuna. Um second, <laughs> I'd like to apologize to my mom because she's planning on watching this. So I hope she doesn't get too mad at me. But Back to what um, we were talking about. Yeah, tuna is awesome. That's my favorite. It's a little bit off campus, probably like a five, 10 minute walk. Okay. Gets rowdy on uh, Fridays. There's from eight to 10, it's $1 drinks. So that's the spot. Yeah. And, and it's okay. You know, it's funny. As a parent, mm-hmm. Sophia actually, we just went out to dinner last night. She's home for the break as well, mm-hmm. University of Washington. She said, Daddy, I'm getting another fake ID. <laughs> and I said, well, I said, How much did this one cost? And she said, $80. And I said, well, that's probably going to be a little bit higher quality than the other ones that she applied for. And her sorority, I think they spent like $30 each. But she goes, oh, it was bulk pricing. I go, that means it's going to get taken away. Yeah. You know? So um, is it pretty easy? Oh, yeah. my um, The people who are the bouncers, one lives the dorm across from me and one lives the dorm next to me. They're both like 18-year-old freshmen. So they know um, when, I get, when I got my first order, <laughs> the bouncer at the front was the dude at the dorm next to me. And he goes, oh, congrats. You f- it finally came in. Have a good night. So <laughs> it's... Yeah, they, oh. they know, but so much of their business is, as much as people don't want to admit it, underage drinking. So right, they, right. they had undercovers um, a couple weeks ago to kind of prove that you know, that they're only serving people over 21. So a lot of that message got passed around and it was, it was kind of dead. <laughs> it gets passed around early in the week and then we all just go up. Oh, we're studying this weekend. Yeah. So if I hear this correctly, all my followers and listeners, after they listen to your episode, the enrollment at Ohio State and applications in Orange County is going to increase. Well, oh, yeah. it should, regardless of social life or anything, it should. It's, it's the best place in the world, yeah. I truly think so. What's your major? I'm business. Specialization is either going to be marketing or finance. Jake? I'm undecided, undecided. So I like, I'm not business undecided or anything. I don't know what I'm doing yet. So I'm still figuring that out. I'm taking kind of business GEs, like I'm around there. So I'm pro- I'll probably do something in that. But right now I'm leaving all options open because I switched last minute from data science to. It, what do you recommend for a freshman, you know, for these high school students out there right now and, and the workload? How many classes did you take your first semester? 
I took six, five for grade, one was a pass fail. So six classes for 15 credits. Six, okay, so each of your classes, and I remember semesters, you could take more classes, less cre units, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, so six classes. Yeah. And what about you, Blake? I took five classes for 14 credit hours. Okay. Uh, that's like, I would just recommend um, when you're coming into college, especially if you're going somewhere far to just minimize your workload as much as possible, keep the credit hours low and take pretty easy classes to kind of gauge how school is. And especially if you're going to a big school, like for me, for Jake and I, we're literally in lecture halls that are 30 times or 20 times the size of a normal class. Like our lecture hall. So give us a number because this is a good conversation to have. It's like 570 for economics. 570 students. For micro. Microeconomics. I would say around there, it's two two levels. There's like a bottom level, the theater oh. top. VIP level. seating and mm -hmm. upper deck. <laughs> so where do you all sit? I sit up front. There you go. <laughs> yeah. He's lying. No, I'm not lying. I, I sit up front. I think it's good for me personally because like if I sit in the back, I'll just get disengaged or I'll, knowing it was football season, I would hop on ESPN on my iPad or something or look something else up. So if I sit up front, and the teacher could see me and I could see her and I'm like right there listening. It makes it easier for me to focus. So. Can you, do you have a relationship with your professors or the, what do you, what do they call them? Professors and TAs. TAs. Yeah. I have, so especially like math and econ, be really close with your TAs because at the end of the day, they're going to be more help than your professors, but still like try and go to office hours for your professors. But if you take one thing out of this podcast, aside from, you're going to go to Ohio State and love it. Go to office hours. Mm -hmm. Go to office hours. Did you have something to say, Jake, on that? I would just, you can go ahead. I would say that's something Modern Day really prepared me for, too, because we have, we had office hours there. So the ability to, like, or to be able to go to office hours at Modern Day, it made it easy when, like, I was struggling with something at OSU to go, okay, I just go to office hours. This is just like high school, so. All right. I got to reiterate that point, because if I could just snip clip this podcast, Sophia Fong, if you're out there listening, my daughter at UW, we tell her, go to office hours, yeah, go to the office that's hours. That's what my sisters were hammering about me too. It's huge. And yeah. what you just stated, Blake, Sophia told me, she said, I just need to get in with my TAs. They're the ones that actually do the grading. Mm -hmm. She said, the professors? Yeah. But she said, oh, I need to go to this class because the TA is going to be there. And it was, I think the ratio, uh, it was her poli-sci justice class was like 20 to one. Mm -hmm. So a uh, great recommendation, great advice. Let's talk about the, um, the maybe like your schedule. Do, as a freshman, are you taking early classes? Or are you guys sleeping in bed, waking up at, you could be honest, cause I, I'll, uh, we, we could, uh, you know, compare stories, yeah. waking up at 10, 11, going to class. Tell me, tell me. Well, I'm in high school. I was like a morning person for volleyball. I'd have to wake up and go to practice in the morning. So, my schedule was Monday, Wednesday, Friday, twelve forty to one thirty-five was my first class, and then four ten to five oh five was my second class. And then on Tuesday and Thursdays, I woke up at my first class was at two two twenty to three forty, and then from four ten to five oh five. Sounds like a typical college student. Yeah. So my everyday schedule is basically the same. It was 11.30 to about 3.50. So I would have the usual schedule. I'd wake up at um, 10.20. I'd get in the shower. He would be waiting outside for me for breakfast. He'd usually text me a couple times, dude, are you coming or not? <laughs> <laughs> I come all tired. He's like, you're so foul. We'll go to breakfast and then we'll go to class. 
that was basically the everyday schedule for me. But I'm not a morning person, so yeah, I tried to have everything later than 11:30 because I just I it's a challenge for me to get up in the morning at times. So yeah. So let's get into um, high school, modern day, and Blake. You're at Newport Harbor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coming out of high school, right? If there's one advice recommendation you give students and parents that are listening now to where you are today, what would it be? I'd say take your time, like especially on the application process. Like ask yourself, like what do you want out of your college experience? Because for me and like my dad, and especially we talked about a lot. Since I want to do business, which probably I'm assuming a lot of people do, you want like a strong alumni, and especially like what is your degree worth after you graduate? Because you can go to any school and you can graduate with cum magna cum laude and do all that, but because the economy is going to be going up and down, and right now and we're at like one of the highest points we've ever been, like in the stock market especially, and we're killing it. So, of course, as we know, there, there's going to be hitches in the road, and it's going to have to come down at some point. So like separating yourself with like a rigorous degree and just finding, I'd say finding a school that is the best fit for you. And that means, and when you go and visit schools, I'd highly emphasize to reach out to someone that can take you out, not necessarily like go to bars, (coughs) but just show you around Mm -hmm. because that was the difference for me. Um, One thing I'll say, and I'll piggyback off what he said, best fit for you. That's huge. Cause I think, nowadays especially where we live in our culture it's like everybody's like oh you got to go to the best school you get into and I don't think that's necessarily true I think you should go to the school that's the best fit for you because like if you go to a top school or a school that you might not be prepared for you might struggle you might it might not best prepare you for life after college so I'll I definitely like say like if you take a look at all your schools and don't just like go oh this one's the highest rated one I'm gonna go to this one like Really go what's the best fit for you because that's going to help you the best in the long run. And another thing I'll say, and this is something I really wanted to say, for the seniors and juniors, I have junior friends and I have senior friends, so if any of you guys are watching this, um, really finish strong all the way to the end. The one thing I did in high school that I really regret was like kind of after I got into schools, I don't want to say I gave up, but it was kind of like, okay, mm-hmm. it's senior year, we're going to go to Stagecoach, we're going to go to Coachella. It's whatever, we're just going to hang out have fun on the weekend resend that offer (laughs) (laughs) well not only that i'm not that because i mean that obviously didn't happen but the work you do the second half of your senior year it really like it just carries on right into your first semester of college so i had to put in a lot more work than i probably should have like needed to or whatever because i didn't go all out my second semester senior year end of first semester Mm -hmm. so if you finish strong that like end of first semester senior year second semester senior year it'll really help your transition go smoothly going into college so i think that was a big thing and something i really regret going in that i wish i can go back and do hey we've been talking about this on all my podcasts if you all been listening out there is there's a school for everybody right fit and it's your journey not your parents journey yeah. Correct. Like mm-hmm. wearing that sweatshirt brand. I love bagging on the sweatshirt brand, especially out here in Newport. How much pressure did each of you have, you know, Newport Harbor, modern day, not only with your peers, but with parents in terms of this whole college search and admission process? There's a ton of pressure. Everything in Orange County, especially, is just magnified because you see everyone who's doing so well. So, but I'd say like that pressure 
up to a certain point, of course, because sometimes it can be completely out of hand. I'd, I'd say it's good, though, because especially in the business school, like, it, it is cutthroat already. Like, people are, like, mm-hmm. going after each other, which, I mean, in the business world, you can probably attest. You're, Same way. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> life doesn't life change. Is. Get used to it. Yeah. So sometimes it's going to be tough, but junior year and senior year, it's it's a grind to get through it, but I would just, like Jake said, just keep your foot on the gas pedal because in the end, it's all worth it. Uh, I'd say no pressure for me personally. I think my parents probably had more pressure just because of like everything they hear and all these other people going to great schools. But for me, I was just like, I'm going to do what I can. I'm going to do my best during the application process, SAT, ACT, all that. And then wherever I end up, I end up wherever is the best fit for me. I'm going to go. I don't really care where if somebody goes to a better school. Okay. Like that's or a higher rated school. Okay. That's cool. Good for them. I'm happy for them. Yeah. But like for me personally, I was like, I'm just going to focus on what I'm doing. I'm going to go to the best school or the best fit for me possible. And I'm just going to go for there and control what I can control. Ohio state is one of the top public universities top 20 yeah. in the United States. So it, it ain't too shabby. You're in you're in a Power 5 conference. Speaking of that, are you headed to Glendale? I am headed to Glendale. Go Bucks. I'm super excited, too. <laughs> I've been to a couple college football playoffs, but I've never been to one with, like, my team in it. So this is – I'm fired up. How many football games did you go to this year? Every home game. Everyone said one. I didn't, we didn't go to Miami of Ohio, but that's because yeah. it was, like, 76 to 5. Yeah. There was, we sold our tickets yeah. for that one. But other than that, every single one. So paint the picture. How's the pregame? It's fun. Yeah, the pregame's fun. You're probably so they, what they do at Ohio State is it's called block. So all the fraternities will have parties in like their backyard, like on the, the alley. Block. Yeah, right. In the alleys. It's, it's Dub calls same it the alley. Yeah. Okay. They yeah, call it the a, block. All right. I have a couple buddies at Dub, so that's what they. <laughs> it's it's the same thing. It's just insanely nice speakers that may, like you can't hear anything because they are so loud and a lot of people just dancing and when it's when it rains they get really cool tents kind of like the Coachella Coachella type tents it's pretty cool I prefer it to rain it's... yeah and do you leave by halftime depends on the game yeah uh for the big ones no for like Florida Atlantic yeah uh who else do we play uh, Cincy, yeah, yeah. Cincy. but like Penn State, we were up front till the end. Actually, Brennan Carroll, my guy, came out for that one. We rushed the field, all that. So the big games, we stay to the end, get rowdy, okay, make some noise, try and you know create a few false starts and all that. Have you seen uh, Coach Holzman play his basketball team, ranked number five in the nation, ten and zero? So we have not yet. We are planning on it, but they had a they had a big game versus Villanova. But we had a midterm the next day, so yeah. we were like studying. It's like. It was Which is kind of bummer because it's to get to the basketball games too. You want to go early, so you're like sitting on the court. Okay. So. For students, is it hard to get tickets? You buy a pass at the beginning of the year. How does it work? Oh no, you can do pass or individual. It's not that expensive. I don't know the exact pricing, but it's super cheap, super easy. Everything's super easy for football and basketball tickets. Yeah. And that I think that's why we just kind of like waiting it out and go when we get the chance because it's just so easy. You can just walk up to the ticket office, say I'm a student. Okay. Yeah, that's that. All right, let's talk about getting into the Ohio State. Blake, ACT score? Um, I had a 28. What was your GPA? Unweighted, 3.9, weighted like 4.2-ish. Rigor of classes, AP honors, a lot? Yeah, APs. I want to get too caught up in APs, though. I'd say, like, I did IB English, and for 
four semesters, I got like a B plus just because I was so like set on, oh, I'm going to do an IB class. Take, okay. If you're taking an AP class and you're like, kind of like dogging it your senior year, study for the AP final because that can get you out of classes that you don't need to take. Like I got out of my English class. I got credit for my English class. And Jake can attest to this. He's taking English, so. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you can get out of English, I mean, do it because it's very hard. But also, I had a great experience in English this year, so I'll say. But he knows because he'd always be like, you want to go to the gym or something? And I'd be like, I got another essay to write. It's, it's every <laughs> yeah. night, every week. But I don't regret it. I mean, I mean, I regret it because it was a lot of work, but I don't. I have, My teacher ended up being super great. Somebody I'm going to talk to for a long time after class and after I graduate, so. I mean, it was a good and bad experience, but yeah, if, like you said, if you get the opportunity to like yeah. do well in your a APs and yeah, get out of classes, yeah. Right. So, um, a modern day. Yes. What was your see? So I was on. A, I was a lot lower than him. I was three five and twelve sixty on the SAT. Now I did apply early. I applied like before the early action. Early. Season. You did early action. It was yeah, the one. Yeah, action. where I don't have to go. Early actions. Yeah. You don't have to go. So I applied there, and I. Who knows if I would have gotten in after? I mean, obviously the average GPA is, is and stuff is a lot higher, but yeah, I had a three five and a twelve sixty, and just wrote my essays and just kind of hoped for the best. I was already into Arizona State and Washington State, which were two schools I loved, but this was number one, and I'm and and we'll get into that. The average ATC score, if you're all listening out there, you've heard a spectrum, right? We have Blake on the higher end, and Jake. On, I'm going to say the lower end because the average is 29 for ACT. Yeah. No, it's it's definitely the lower end for me. And the yeah. average GPA is 3.8, and they accept 50%, Yeah. right? So for Southern California, if you want to pay $50,000, go out there. Is anyone, did you, any of you guys apply for any financial aid, tuition? How yeah, I got a lot of private scholarships. Coming from Newport, unless you're getting um, like academic scholarships, you're probably not going to get a lot through FAFSA. So I would recommend if you want to go out of state, just grind some private, go talk to your counselors. They have a ton of scholarship opportunities. And that's huge. And you don't mind, because I've tried to get my daughter to apply for the non-academic yeah. ones or the financial aid ones. And she's like, I got to write another essay. I got to write Yeah, the another. essays are brutal, but it pays off because then that's just like extra money you can spend on something else, like going out or going to see a game or something. What about you? Yeah, so that's another thing I regret second semester. I was like, no more essays, mom. I'm done. Like, I can't do this anymore. And I don't have any scholarships. I'm going there for the full tuition. So, I mean, obviously. So if I'm, you're out there, apply for yeah, those scholarships. Definitely apply. I'm thankful, super thankful that my parents can help me and make me be able to go there. But definitely, if you can, help your parents out because they work super hard. And yeah. they just want the best for you. So help them out so you can you know, do more, like you said, do more fun things. That's free yeah. money. So free. So we obviously, there's a college for everyone. You all picked Ohio state. Mm -hmm. uh, and Blake, I remember we were at, we got to give a shout out to yeah. the Graham wedding. We were at the Graham <laughs> wedding, right? Beautiful Cal Poly, San Luis Obispo, which by the way is a phenomenal campus. If you guys yeah. have friends there, we were at that wedding and we're talking about colleges. And at that time, I think you got accepted to Penn state. Yeah. Not Ohio State yet, but you mm -hmm. were just kind of waiting. And who else did you apply to? What, or what? Let me just rephrase it. Who were your top three choices? Top. Well, I applied to too many. I think I applied to sixteen schools. So don't do that. I'd, How many I'd, would you apply to? We have a magic number. Let's see. I'm not even teeing this up. 
there's a magic number that I always tell students and parents out there listening. What do you think you should apply to? I think you should apply to eight. Okay. Eight. And then out of that eight, how would you break that up? I would say three reaches, um, one safety, and then four moderates in between. Great ratio. Okay. Yeah. You're right on dot. All right. Continue. So I was looking at, kind of random, but I wanted to do something different. I was looking at University of Florida because they had a really good business school, surprisingly, but it's kind of kind of random. I was looking at USC, and then I was looking, I was looking at ASU as well because I want to do entrepreneurship. You're, you're, you're listening to a future business leader out there. <laughs> so what stuck out in Ohio State over like, I've been to Penn State. I've been to, you don't want to, Gainesville's pretty, but it's just out there in no yeah, man's land. And you're in nowhere. swamp. Yeah, and it's humid. That's what I was thinking. I was like, <laughs> I could, you know, you could always you could always dress up in Ohio. And don't get me wrong, Jake can attest that. It, it's, it gets pretty brutal when it's cold, but you can't escape the heat and the yeah. humidity. But... Yeah, so Ohio State, my of course, having the bias of my sister there when I was old enough to go visit and kind of experience the whole thing was especially cool. And then seeing how well, like, they treated her, seeing how they were mentoring her, mentoring her through college and helping her get to the next step and then seeing where she is now, it's just that was like, like, this is, I don't know what else I'd want. It's big football, big alum, like I mentioned earlier business school's great and they the faculty like truly does care for you and they say they do big well so mm -hmm. it's it's something it's overwhelming sometimes but i'd say one thing too it's like yes it's a big school it's one of the bigger schools in the nation but it has like a small school feel yeah like you you definitely get to know all your teach you, if you put the work yeah. in, you'll get to know all your teachers all your mm -hmm. professors you'll get to know a lot of people it feels like i mean it feels like i've seen and met everyone so yeah, I think that was like how he had um, some factors in his decision. For me, that was one of the big things. Like, it's a small school feel within a big school. So, yeah. you could, followers and listeners out there, you can always I make love that quote. <laughs> you can always, right? Say it, Blake. You can always make a big school feel small, but you can't make a small school feel big. It's so true. It's so true. Yeah. Right? Um, what about you? you? ASU was one. Wh who else? ASU, Washington State, Ohio State. I looked at, though, Penn State, um, Syracuse. I was looking at Georgia briefly, and then the rest, like, in-state, like, Cal State's just for the Cal State application, always for, like, backups. But I got into Washington State and Arizona State probably before the end of September. Mm -hmm. And then I don't quite remember when I got into Ohio State, but it was pretty early to the point where I was like, and I knew those, I visited Arizona State and I absolutely loved it. I mean, it's sunny all the time. Yeah, the I loved it. It's super pretty. Awesome. Like, it was. It a lot was, of ladies walking around. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, it was, I was there and I, a lot of my friends know, I was like, oh, I'm going here. Like, that's it. And then yeah. I ended up getting into Ohio State and visited there and it was like, and it was cold, but I still loved it and seeing the shoe and just the campus and all the like leaves coming down. I was like, okay, this is, this is really home. But, and you're ready to go back in the cold. I mean, we like break, but yeah. yeah, we're fired up. We're fired up. We're not fired up to go back, but we are fired up. To go yeah. Back. Let's hope they beat Clemson and then we'll get the national oh. champion. If you got to come up, if they beat Clemson. Well, you're not going to want to hear this. All right. Now I'm going out on the limb, but I actually have Clemson winning. Yeah, I th Clemson. Defensively, they're good. 
I know Jake and I were talking. We're sweating for this game. I don't think we're going to win. But Buckeye I got fans, faith. I did not say that. Um, <laughs> I got. It's going to be tough. I'm hopeful. I'm not going to pick against my team, but Clemson's a complete team. Offensive, defense. Lawrence could throw it down the field. Higgins, their receivers, Higgins and Ross, are unreal. Yeah. ETN, honestly, I know Dobbins gets all the hype for us at running back. ETN's probably better and might even be the best running back in the nation, and he's so overlooked because of all the other stars. They're a complete team, so I don't know if we're going to win, but I'm hoping for the best. Yeah. And Justin Fields, formerly of? Georgia. Georgia. I actually, I actually watched him play. I watched him play at the game that made him probably decide to transfer, if you know what I'm talking about. He went to that game, and there were some racial slurs thrown out at the Georgia game, and we met the athletic director the next day. My, we had a meeting with him, and he goes, there's a, there's a firestorm going on in here. And, and I go, something's go, something happened, mm-hmm. but we didn't know. There was closed door meetings. The next day it was released, yeah. what happened, and then boom, he transferred. Speaking of that, do you know who the, I'm not going to say the biggest alumni, but soon to be alumni, no, he graduated Ohio State and he's playing somewhere else now. LSU. Joe Burrow. Oh, Joe Burrow. Yeah, but we're happy for him. Yeah. We're, we're both big Joe Burrow fans. I just, so. I just love the guy. The guy's just... The guy's Instagram, if you ever get a chance, scroll down to his very first Instagram post and you'll see why we like him. Yeah. And he goes to Tuna, so. (laughs) (laughs) Tuna. Okay. So favorite place to get breakfast when you're hungover? Hangover easy, probably. I mean, that's just in the name. Yeah. Or Or, Waffle House. I would say you have one too. Or North Star. North Star is really good. Okay, hangover easy, North Star, right? You're waking up early in the morning, so if I'm in town, right, yeah. for a game, I know where to go. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about late night munchies. Where are we going for late night munchies? We're big Blaze, Blaze. guys. <laughs> Blaze, Blaze the Pizza? The amount of 2 a.m. Blaze pizza runs we've made yeah, is okay. unreal. It's, man, it's probably every Friday the, or Saturday. Yeah. Do you guys have mod pizza out there? Because that's what Sophia goes to UW. She goes, we're going to mod pizza. I'm like, dude, no. we have this in SoCal. I don't think so. Yeah. Okay. They have a couple other good pizza place places too. Yeah. Uh, we have this place called Catfish Biffs, which is solid. It's right outside my dorm, literally right across the street. Like yeah. Right my dorm room window. It's, and it's just place. lethal how close it is. Yeah. And you've already talked about the best bars, Tuna. Obviously, I'm hearing. Tuna, probably Midway. I would say I, Tuna just gets hype just because it's Tuna and Joe Burrow. It's on Joe Burrow's Instagram and Joe Burrow's just a legend. So. Yeah. Pretty soon, you guys are going to be legends on, on podcasts and they're going to be hearing all <laughs> this, right? I so, hope. <laughs> Okay, so parents are in town. Where are you taking them to dinner? Uh, so when my parents are in town, they get the choice, not me. That's the way they <laughs> they treat. They're like, we're in town. You're going where we want to go. So they always take us to this um, Italian place Formaggio. downtown. Um, no, there's one called Forno that's really good. Yeah, we went Forno's. there one time. But, ooh, I'm blanking on the name right now. It starts with an M. Here, I'm going to try. Um, Blake's looking it up. It's super good, super good pasta, super good pizza. I'm totally blanking on the name, but... All right, while you're thinking that up and he's looking at that, I'm a big sushi eater, right? We got a lot of sushi eaters out here. Where Where's sushi? Can you even get sushi in Seabus? You can get sushi, but if we want to get seafood, Fonger, you and me, we're going on a two-man date to Del Mar. It's a uh, Vanderpump Rules girl. Okay. I'm telling you, though, my sister, she came out, Maddie, the oldest one, a yeah. Georgia alum. She came out three weeks ago. Their oysters are ridiculous. Oysters are insane. And then they had this l- seafood stew, which was really good. It had lobster, um, 
clams. This is called Del Mar. Yeah, Del Mar. I might just have to tag them, and they're gonna have to like you know pay me for pumping them up. I was gonna up. say. <laughs> I was gonna say we need a little sponsorship. <laughs> we get some more. We we get more sponsorship than just Spanger News. <laughs> All right. Did you have that place where if parents are in town? Parents are in town. Um, Bakersfield for tacos. Get a couple of ta- tacos, some margaritas. That's good. Forno's really solid. Yeah, Forno or Bakersfield is always my go-to. That was what when I visited my sister, I was go to. Forno's really good. I'm still blanking on the name. There's this place that like my parents love, and I don't know why I can't remember it on the spot. But it right. starts with the M. Downtown. If you look up Italian food in Columbus, you'll be able to find it. But so if um, we're talking, what was I we're talking about? Oh, I know. I was talking about you guys aren't rushing until the spring, mm-hmm. right? Is that a good thing? Or uh, t- t- tell my followers and listeners that are males out there, right? Because some schools rush in the fall and then yeah. some rush in the spring. Give us your take, insight. Great thing. Yeah. I would say, of course, you if you go and visit somebody who's rushing for a semester, like they have the brotherhood aspect already, which is kind of a bummer, but my GPA is thanking me for not doing that. Because I know at the end of the day, like, of course rushing's not the best excuse like it's not the only excuse that you can't do well in school but it is so time consuming from what i've heard and from what my sisters told me and my buddies who are rushing but it's it's still doable though like one of my buddies he goes to shout out jack rogers the guy's a stud he has like a he's gonna get a four hour three nine and he's okay. rushing and he's going to Berkeley. This dude's going to be the next genius. Wait, should we have him on the podcast? I think so. His little brother's called me. We're, I definitely recommend. Yeah, we're going to surprise. I'm actually going to pick him up from the airport after this. He thinks his dad's picking him up. So okay. I'm excited. Okay. Were you going to say something, Jake? I found the restaurant, Marcella's. Yeah, Marcella's. Yes, he knows. So good. Short North yeah. Columbus. Wait, Murph Cargus is looking it up right now. He has a picture of it. Yeah, I saw that one. That one looks a little more like... Short North, 615 North High Street. 615. Marcellus Columbus. Yes, Marcellus Columbus. That's a Every time the parents come out, we go there. Um, I've taken a few visitors there. It's a, it's a good spot for sure. It's nice. It's in the middle of downtown. You get all the little skyscrapers around you. And then there's all the bars going down at, at the end of High Street. It's far from campus, but like High Street right. goes all the way down to campus. So it's and, cool. And if I'm painting the picture right, I look at Columbus. Don't you guys have like Mirror Lake, which is like right on campus? Yeah. yeah. It's that- right by Campbell Hall, right by Thompson Library. So it's yeah. you almost have to walk by it. Every time you go to class. So you got some water. You're you're right there. And they have like the nice, have you guys ventured out into the historic neighborhoods or not yet? Uh, Not really yet. Um, We'll get there. I say one thing, we haven't gotten the chance to explore too much just just because we're just like kind of getting adjusted to school, but there's still a lot of things we both want to see. Right. In a couple of years, you know, it's been great. I have, we talked about this before, I'll have seniors come on Mm -hmm. and kind of talk about thinking what they don't know yet yeah and then have people like yourselves come on after a semester a quarter and then on sunday when i do a couple podcasts i have people that actually graduated yeah right so there's a big transition you go through when we bring you back on there's gonna be a whole different conversation this Mm -hmm. is all the kind of like the honeymoon stage right oh go buckeyes dot that i like get me out of here get me a real job yeah and and the future of these podcasts are actually you know in the business world how to interview right just adult Mm -hmm. life like how to network talk about the alumni network and that's that's huge yeah have you done anything with it and it's still early because i 
preach this to my daughter. Yeah. I'm trying to introduce her to already people at Seattle, University of Washington, so she can start networking. Yeah. So I've met um I met a few people through the Alumni Association. And but I've with my dad so my dad works for SAP. So I've been in contact with because I think I maybe want to do something on marketing too. So I've been in contact with one of his really good work friends who's he great he's an Ohio State alum. So I've been talking to Mentor. Been, yeah. So we've I've been calling I'll call him probably once a month and just check in. So that's been good. And it's just cool to see he is obviously he was in my position however many years ago. Absolutely. So it's kind of cool seeing that. Yeah. For in terms of alumni, I've it's gotten to the point we have so many alumni, I like can't wear my Ohio State stuff around because I'll keep like in airports and stuff because I'll keep getting stopped and I like can't get to my connections yeah. and stuff. Like it's, it's that crazy. big of an alumni. Like it's crazy. I'm trying to think it, it was coming back. It wasn't wasn't in LAX. It was some. There was somewhere I was a couple weeks ago. Oh, I went to Boston for a Celtics game last week before I came home. And when I was connecting to the DC airport, the amount of people that stopped me. Oh, I went to Ohio State. Oh, I went to Ohio State. Oh, I'm a graduate of 1989 or this or that. It was crazy. And then I got to the Boston airport and it was more. And then I was walking around Boston and it was more. And it got to the point where I was like, wow, like okay, this is really, this is crazy. So there's a huge. There's definitely a huge group of alumni. There's definitely. Hey. And, and I want to touch, and you're absolutely right. I always talk about just networking, the donors. Uh, speaking of donors and boosters to network with, Blake played on the Newport Harbor uh, High School volleyball team. I think you only, I don't want to say this, but you guys were like, what, 30 and two? Your only two losses were to yeah, CDM. 30, we won't talk about that. 39 and one. 39 and one. Hey, national champs, though. That's all that matters. And at the end of the day, you're going to be a student manager for the Ohio State volleyball team, correct? Yes. Talk to me about that because this is the student manager podcast. Yeah, so I just... From one manager to another. From one manager to another. So for me, pretty much they have practice five five to six days a week. So the head coach, he says, come as, like, as much as you can. So I'll usually come anywhere depending on if I have midterms coming up or quizzes like two to four days a week, usually three. So... I have to be there at 7.40, 7.35 and set up the ball machine and then get, get some balls out, which takes like 15 mm -hmm. minutes. And then I'll help run drills and jump in to some drills too in case they need, they're like missing somebody, somebody's hurt. And then do that, kind of just like assisting them and then clean up and I'm out of there by probably 10.15 and taking the bus back back at 10.30. What kind of benefits do you get? Any swag? You get yeah, you get some you get some swag for sure. Like I got a pair of shoes and Jake and I did the math. It was like over six hundred bucks worth of stuff. <laughs> I was jealous. Yeah. That's but, the, the Ohio State I think Ohio State's Nike contract is the biggest Nike contract outside of Oregon. So they the swag is plentiful. And what about the uh, so when I was a manager, I was actually, they paid for my tuition and books. Yeah. Right. I think things have completely changed yeah, no, these it's days. Yeah, a little different. You know, is there any hourly, like managers that get paid like hourly? Um, so I'm like, just a volunteer. So they, I'm pretty much just doing it to get, I'm getting pretty much paid in gear. But it's just good. Like if I ever wanted to do sports marketing. Right. Then I could leverage that and like show that I have some experience in the, like being around the athletic trainers and the big and I know the season starts when you all come back. Yeah. If there's one recommendation I can give, and for anyone out there that wants to get involved and be a student manager, is 
they have like we used to have pregame meals, mm. right? Anything with alumni. Like we went there for food, but there's always like donors around. Like I didn't know why my good friend was always dressed up in a suit and we're just kind of just rolling in. He was already shaking hands and meeting alumni, yeah. right? Donors. So from one to another, just keep on doing what you're doing, but meet the donors and boosters because those are that's gonna help you too. Yeah. No, for sure. So as we wrap up this podcast, right? I mean, you have so much information to share and I, and, and this relationship will continue because all my guests, they keep on wanting to come on in. And, yeah, and no, I already want to, I don't want it to yeah. end. <laughs> I'm a little bummed when I heard wrap up. I'm like, oh man. We could be here forever, right, Murph? Part two in the spring. We could do part two in the spring. I'm down, right? Oh, the after in. rush session. Yeah. After well, rush and how we adjusted to that. Yeah. Right? It's complete, completely different stories. What advice recommendation would you give the students and parents out there as they go through this process, either, most of them have all finished their applications, mm-hmm. right? But I have, Murph, you'll love this one. I have a good friend of mine, daughter's a sophomore. I go, you should just go listen to my podcast, you know, with your daughter's going through this stage. Yeah. She, she goes, all right. She thought it was a joke. She's like, oh, Fonger has like some five minute <laughs> podcast. She left me the message yesterday. She goes, oh my God, your podcast, you nailed it. You missed your calling. And then she said, I sent it to five of my other friends that all have kids that are sophomores or juniors. Mm-hmm. Right? Parker so it's taken over. It's taken over. We're, we're, yeah, we're going we're gonna to blow up. So listen to the followers, the followers um, that we have out there. Mm-hmm. What would you tell them as they go through this process? Take, I just say, take your time and like we just keep emphasizing just doing what's best for you because it's really easily to get caught up in the hype around, you know, the best schools and don't look at acceptance rate doesn't define the school you're at. Like you can, you can be successful anywhere. It, at the end of the day, it comes down to how you interact with other people. And as long as you can talk to people and with, introduce yourself, I just say, don't be afraid to introduce yourself to people. That's great advice right there. Yeah. Um, I'd just say stay focused. You know, I know it's really hard for the juniors who are taking like the SAT and ACT or preparing for it. It's really hard to stay focused. It's time consuming and all that along with school. And then for the seniors doing the application process, same thing, stay focused because it's only for your like good. It, it's whatever, wherever you go or how hard, how much you put in now or during that time is going to help you in the future. So you want to have a fun 40 years, not a fun four. So, you know, stay focused through SATs and ACTs, applications, and the rest of the semester so you're prepared once you get to school and can start off strong so you thrive at whatever university or college you go to and so on. It's been a pleasure having the two of you. I wish you the best of luck in the second semester. I wish your team the best of luck. Thank you. We're going to need it in the upcoming weeks. I know. (laughs) Right? And definitely in the spring or even in the summer when you come back, uh, as we grow and expand, we're going to have to, you know, the time slots are filling up, right? We're going to have to book it out. In <laughs> exactly. Uh, and if my other daughter, Julia, gets out to Wisconsin, uh, you know, and plays Ohio State, we'll have to come out there. You got to come out for a game in the shoe, though. Yeah. We got to get you in the shoe. 105,000 rocking and rolling. There we go. 105,001 after you're there. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Blake Lutus and Jake Bays. Thank you very much. Uh, always, we got to thank our executive producer, Murph Cargus. Thank you, Murph. Thank you. Murph thank you for having and us. Thanks for having us. I love this. Our sponsor, Fonger News. 
uh, our only one in sponsor. Maybe we'll get some more after yeah. all these restaurants. And, I know, Del Mar. And, you know, you're right? When this. the businessman over here starts his own company, <laughs> he'll sponsor. So I'm going to let you guys, how do we finish Fonger News? How do we, how, how are we going to finish this one? Oh, Fonger News out. Fonger News out. There you go.